0: to The Nitty Gritty, where we challenge conventional thinking. Join us as we explore real life,
1: real people, real stories, and how pushing back can make all the difference.
0: All right, well, welcome to The Nitty Gritty Podcast. We have our first official guest today. We didn't count, Andrew. No. Because we're the hosts. Yeah, it was official. That unofficial. was like a get-to-know-your-host episode one and two. It's like zero, zero, one, zero, zero, two. That's actually a good idea. It's like the preseason. Yeah. But we're jumping straight into the big dogs now. D-League. D-League? Yeah. You're not D-League. Listen, in the restaurant game in Utah, you're top of the mountain.
2: There's quite a few qualifiers there. The restaurant game in Utah County, southern Utah County, south side
0: of campus, you're the man. You're so full of it. He's humble. His name is Jason Edwards. He's the founder of this little place called J-Dogs.
2: Yep. 15 years next month.
0: It's a great story, and we're going to get into that. Okay. I technically want to know about the person a little bit more than the story, because I think mm. the story's been told, but I think we need to touch on it a little bit. Okay. So I I consider Jason, I always joke and call him my mentor.
2: It's a joke to you?
0: It's not a joke to <laughs> you me. You just said you it are, was. I
2: said... I joke and say. That hurts okay. my feelings. You're going to edit that. Can we edit that, no, please? No, leave it in. It's good stuff. This is honesty.
0: It's not a joke. It's just...
2: What? Speak
0: your mind. (sighs) This is going to be good. Whenever I need something, whether it's borrow money, because I don't have a financial advisor (laughs) because I'm still in line with this company called Aventus.
1: But Mm -hmm. I don't have the... the,
0: uh, See, I bet he would sign you like tomorrow if he saw your bank account. Mm -mm. But... Whenever I need like equipment, you know, I've been in the game what since two thousand thirteen. Yeah. So let me get my calculator. Hold on. So anytime So six years. Anytime that Cam needs something, he calls you.
2: He calls. But if he's taking these cool vacations or fantasy football,
1: <laughs> my phone it. doesn't ring. Nope. Not one time. It's funny. I I've never been invited to fantasy football I either. I haven't with either. Cam. It sounds fun. So
0: I just don't I mean, want to ruin our friendships. Year? Chicago? yeah it's chicago oh there's still an opening if you want in i don't know it's a pretty rated r group though it's
2: too many f words for
0: me <laughs> how do you know that i can just they're tell. not for me i can tell the mic's right here. you gotta talk into the mic people can't hear you all right okay so so yeah you you started in what 2004 2004 summer roll
2: four doing the, the go ahead
0: no i was gonna say the best part is the stratocaster Telecaster, yeah, st- Telecaster. Telecaster,
2: Telecaster, I had a Fender Telecaster.
0: So what's that worth? What would that be worth today?
2: What is it worth today? Thirteen, fourteen hundred, probably.
0: Wait, you still have it? I thought you sold I it. I pawned it. I got it back. Oh, you got it back? Yeah. So a little background. I, for th- those of you the, the don't same know. one you sold, you got it back. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what pawn. Cool.
2: Yeah. So don't
1: I
0: borrowed be smart. I, I, okay. Not I borrowed bar- us sorry. go to pawn shops. <laughs> I borrowed money against it. Okay. And then got it back. So for those of you that don't know. He pawned mm-hmm. his Fender Telecaster to get money to open the famous J-Dog's yeah. shed. What do we call that? It's called a shack. Shack, yeah, shack's. Don't call right. it a hut. I didn't call it a hut. Don't call it anything else but the
2: shack. <laughs> That's what it is. The shack. The shack. You ever serve shack.
0: out of the shack still?
2: You know, we tried. We shut it down six or seven years ago, and then uh, we got this awesome idea to kind of remodel it and open it. We didn't really do much advertising, but then right. people were like, why am I standing out here in the hot sun when I could be inside in the AC? Right, right next door. So it had like a two-hour run. Okay. It was good, but I still keep it. And uh, just like my food storage, man, if, if the building burns down, I'll just fire yeah.
0: up the shack next door. Got a little backup? Yeah. I think it deserves a historical marker.
2: I want to eventually do something like the Liberty Jail, like Visitor Center, <laughs> where you just kind of build something <laughs> around it and then have little wax figures inside and then speakers you stand under with the story
0: (laughs) yeah don't make me laugh this isn't supposed to be entertaining okay
2: okay it's
0: supposed to be very serious that's what i want to
2: do i ended up i ended up uh tying that place up yeah
0: bought it and uh it's
2: mine now that's cool my little piece of paradise down there
0: It's where it all started it was that's like my brinkman smoker in the garage seen it it's pretty awesome you should have have that out in the front i should see i shouldn't have brought that up but she you know has what? The, all these great ideas on what I need to do.
2: But th- people have a thousand great ideas of what I need to do too. So.
0: Yeah, but yours are pretty much always good. I will
2: give you <sighs> some credit. Mostly good,
0: but not awesome.
2: They're just kind of meaty, middle of the road. I don't know.
0: I should yeah. read some of your texts on on this podcast that you've sent me, that I've screenshotted and saved because hmm. they just they were like poetry. You get I, it. You get I what care, I'm trying to I do I care here. deeply about you and your success. I, I know and I appreciate that. Yeah. I learned I learned a lot from it. Yeah. So I actually have just one
1: question. When you were getting started, I've I mean the story's been told before. What made you think okay, this is going to work? I mean I'm, i what made you keep riding the bus back and forth
0: with supplies
1: when were you just like, "Ah,
0: this isn't it." I just read that today, by the way. I've never known that. Yeah, it's crazy, I could right? Just see, it I didn't two have a by car. Four. Yeah. Some nails sitting yeah. in the back of the bus. You
1: know what? There might be people who don't know
0: that story, right?
1: It's a good, a good part of the story. Why don't you spend a couple minutes to give us a breakdown of how it got going? Well, when
2: I discovered the shack, it was in terrible shape and it needed a lot of work. And, uh, and was, you were a student at the time, right? I was a student at the time. I was also working on the grounds crew at the MTC. I didn't have any money. Um, didn't have a car, so basically it was just kind of as scrappy as it could be. I Pawn that Telecaster, and uh, would take the bus down to Home Depot and get supplies, That's and crazy. I fixed it up. It took me about two or three months, and uh, the city wouldn't give me a permit until I like fixed it up, of course. But I couldn't turn the power on until I got a permit, and so I'd have to like haul a generator up there and like fix stuff with a generator, and uh, so it was it was a lot. Of, it was pretty convoluted. Um, I had this little fish tank light that because they wouldn't turn my power on until I, you know, fixed it up. But I couldn't fix it up without power. So don't think about that too much. But uh, I had the generator there and this little fish tank light and took those single light bulbs. And I don't know if there was like too much power coming in, but I would just burn those light bulbs out. And I would like go across the street to Campus Plaza and like basically tracked out like, can I borrow a light bulb? And it just kept on going that <laughs> I was just so embarrassed <laughs> that I just ended up stealing them from all, like, the pool area. <laughs> I would just jack the light bulbs just because I was just embarrassed to ask for more. <laughs> like, it was literally like I had nothing. Right? Unreal. And then you're, like, fixing it up. Well, you know what this is like. I do. I mean, you you had... Not the bus m- part. How many dollars did you have in your bank account when you left your family to go learn barbecue?
0: Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. It's
2: the same thing. It's... It's just, you know, you, you kind of do anything to get at it, and well
0: it, I, it worked out. I think you bring up something interesting, and I guess this is what this podcast is about. I have a lot of people come in now, which still baffles me. It's like me coming to you for advice, but I have people come in and want to learn about, you know, what should I do to open a restaurant? And it's unbelievable how many people think they need all this money mm-hmm. and these means to open. Like, it's got to be perfect. I got to spend all this dough, and they don't realize that just you can, you know. Here we are, what, fifteen years later? You've got seven locations now, right? Yeah, maybe a few more. Maybe a few more.
2: Well, if you count, if you count the stuff that we'll do for Rice Eccles, we just picked up a second one there.
0: We'll be on the east and the west. Oh, hmm, hmm, interesting. Well, say yeah, say hi to those guys for me. <laughs> Say hi to those guys for me. Hey, you paved the way, Tell man. them I'm still uh, waiting for that letter saying that we don't need you anymore. Mm. Ugh. I think we need to start a second is podcast. Is this why your hat's red now, the J-Dogs hat? Hey,
2: I'm a big fan of Coach Witt. I'm I, not going mean, like to hide it. I love him.
0: I do. I like the coaches.
2: I will cheer for them as long as they're not playing BYU. And it's not really a cheer. It's more of like, yeah, cool, they won. But Ooh. Coach Witt is classy dude. <sighs>
0: okay sorry I'll actually i'm not sorry it. i listen i actually like the guy i like all those coaches
2: don't forget who they offer the job to first
0: <laughs> wait what are you talking about because of coach witt we have bronco mendenhall That's
2: and true. you love bronco as do i lo- i do love bronco
0: yeah so let's be grateful i'm a bronco coach witt. advocate I and I it would to, never have
2: happened without used to get
0: with people about bronco that they didn't like him yeah
2: they don't they don't know so back to uh, back to the back story. To you. Not back to me. But no, just it to is the story. back to you.
0: So I think that it's something that people need to realize. I think that you know we hope that people listen to this that say, I've got this great idea, but how am I going to get three hundred thousand dollars to open it? Yeah. I opened Bam bams for forty five thousand bucks. Yeah. Well, that's I, not that much money, and you opened your shack for 900. 900 bucks. I want to go back to where he
2: said forty five grand is not that much money. Well, I want to get in the scheme of things, that point of life. In the where scheme I can of things,
0: that. I mean, to open a full restaurant, it's a big deal. That's that's not much. That's not much at all. Mm-mm. And so, but I, I have to ask though,
1: hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Where does that come from? Well, I was. Uh,
2: I was serving a mission for, I don't even know what, what do we say now?
0: You know what? At the time, I was was an LDS missionary, Mormon,
2: yeah, in Toronto.
0: I like that. Yeah. I like that you're
2: See, you're breaking me down. You're breaking me down. Gutsy, I love it. Gritty. Nitty gritty. So gritty. I'm a Mormon.
0: (laughs) Okay, sorry. Don't edit that out either.
2: I did a a thing for (laughs) BYU, and I was like, I was serving a mission. They're like, no, 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 you can't (gasps) say that like what do you mean i can't say that i was in toronto and uh they had hot dog carts on all the
0: street corners downtown. this is before j dogs you were in Toronto yeah. on, on the mission
2: on the mission okay i was working with the the uh, chinese people and hung out in chinatown and it was a long way back to our apartment so we just hung out and had lunch there and lots of hot dogs toronto's in, actually in chinatown. Famous, famous for hot dogs yeah really they're all street corners they call them street meat they have one brand that everybody buys for. It's called Shopsy. They were a big deal. And I thought to myself, this would be cool in Provo. Are you going to be okay?
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I just...
2: <laughs> anyway, that's where, uh, that's where the
1: seed germinated, man. It was in Toronto. So, like, when you came back, you wanted... Like, you just had the itch to open a hot dog shop? Not really. I, I kind
2: of let it marinate for a bit. And then... Uh, and then one day, just walking by that shack, I was like, man, that would be a good place if I were to start one. That'd be a great place. Yeah. But the impetus of the whole thing was, I was telling my dad about this. I was like, you know what? I'm going to drop out and start a hot dog stand. And he said...
0: Googling impetus. Hold on.
2: <laughs> um, he said, you know what? Uh, whatever you do, you never really finish anyway, so...
1: Your dad said that to you.
2: Yeah, because you know middle child syndrome and ADHD, the whole shebang. You like you get ninety percent, the ten percent goes unfinished, and uh, yeah, it hurt. It stung. Not gonna lie, my dad's not gonna listen to this. But he knows. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it hurt, and I was like, I'll show you. So it's like the proverbial middle finger, and so I was committed. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that because he pissed me off,
1: and I'm like, I'm gonna do it, and that's what got me going. Would you say that's almost like the best advice you didn't take was not listening to your dad? Um, I would say not, it's not not listening to my dad. It
2: would be just listen to yourself. Yeah. You know, have faith in yourself, which I still struggle with. Yeah. As Bam Bam will tell you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard. I'm like his like shaman. Yeah. Or his life coach. Yeah. No sense.
2: Bam Bam and Christy.
0: I think I'm more like your Xanax. I think this is where you come to relax because I'm, yeah. Your wheels are always turning. I'm a little bit vent, more like, bit. how can I relax? Mm. Like I work when I have to work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're a good pair like that. Yeah, I can just see it on your face. I'll, I'll hear the knock on the door. You know, I'll be in the middle of uh, watching some Game of Thrones or something in my yeah, office. Yeah, like
2: eight thirty in the morning, and, and he's uh, watching Game of Thrones, which I've
0: never seen either. <laughs> and the door swings open. It's Jay, and there it's me. And you could just see it. It's like. Oh. That's what seven restaurants looks a, like. I've had a bad day, That's and it's only eight thirty in the morning. Seven restaurants and six hundred employees looks like I don't want that. And then I give him a hug, and then he sit you in the send me on my together. He send me on my way, and then he tells me all the things that could make my business better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it's all things that I'm projecting on you that I need to do myself. Right, right. Well, you know, it's you like I'm up... harping
0: on you about a patio, but yet my patio on Provo <laughs> sucks. Really, you're talking about your cedar patio at your house. My cedar needs deck. needs to be redone with yeah. treks. You know, it's funny. You brought up ADHD. I'm pretty open about the ADHD thing. Yeah. And I bet you find a lot of ADHD people in the restaurant world because of risk assessment. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. Yeah. It's like- No executive what, function. So it's like- What's yeah, the worst business
2: that you could start? <laughs> I'm going to start a restaurant. What's right. the riskiest?
0: Right. Longest hours, most stress. But I think that that says something. That sounds that says something. Yeah. Because it's like- Sometimes you just have to, you only live once, right?
2: You yeah. gotta try it. But I think it's more than that. It's your gregarious attitude of, you know. and
0: It's tantamount. Tantamount. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> tantamount was in that little article that was in. All about you. <laughs> taste magazine about yeah. me, and I had to Google it. And I just said today, I'm going to use the word tantamount mm-hmm. in the podcast. So that, hence the laugh afterwards.
2: But it's really about the people. Being with
0: the people. The restaurant, absolutely. Oh, I agree. I totally agree. Yep. It's about making people happy, and there really isn't anything more rewarding than going out and just seeing people. That's one of the reasons. Instant I love. feedback. Two of my favorite people to feed are you mm. and Street Bike Tommy.
2: Oh, never met him. I've like seen he him on moans Instagram. When he
0: eats my food, it's almost awkward. Like he loves it.
2: That was the first. There it was. There was a lot of moaning the first time <laughs> I ate your brisket. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Andrew's face. I was Hopefully with my we brother-in-law, Drew, that.
2: and uh, we moaned.
0: A lot of moaning. It
2: was... It was... I can't even explain. It was so good.
0: One of my favorite examples of <clears throat> how much Jay loves this place. He was mad at me when I paved the parking lot. <clears throat> because he's like, I miss that. Just There's something about that gravel cracking under your tires. Yeah, the crunch of the, the tires. It's, just, it's so country. Like, just... I don't know yep. I, I felt guilty afterwards it's okay I'm like I just spent $60,000 to pave a parking lot and I made a total mistake
2: yeah for your landlord too but don't you did start did it
0: for him don't no I didn't well let's start essentially it is this is about you okay. not about me okay alright All right, so am I good to ask another qu- I, I have another question go for it yeah so one bit of advice you gave me in the beginning and I want your reasoning for this was like don't expand too fast. Yeah. So, you've you've been expanding a lot lately. Is that a fat joke? No, <laughs> no. It's not nice. Physically, I think it's going the other way. I have feelings. I know you do. You, I. I don't think you're expanding. I don't know what we, the opposite we've opened, of expanding is. We've opened is, a few.
2: We've opened a few stores in the last few years, but rather slowly and never fast enough for anybody. Right. Right.
1: It's what like do you mean you by did, that? Never fast. Well, you for like anybody.
2: you open up a store and it's like, so where are you going next? Oh yeah. And we're literally having like the grand opening that yeah. night. So where's your next right. door? So there's this there's this attitude and I think I think it's rather pervasive in Utah County of like wanting more and more 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 and more, more. Right? That's and right. Uh, I like to create stuff that'll last and, you know, just go at the pace that's comfortable for us. You know, we could open really fast, but you know i just think it's i personally think it's best to kind of hone your craft right and figure yourself out and then do it but not listen to anybody else do what's
0: best for you any bad experiences with expanding too fast um have you learned anything
2: not expanding too fast but picking the wrong spots picking the wrong spots i did that yeah as did i (laughs) we never lost any money but uh Oh, that's cool. I don't know why I threw it out there like that. <laughs> no, but it was just—it was just. Sometimes there's that. Oh, I got—I got to open another store. I got to be, got to be, you know, downtown, or I got to be in these like great trade areas that everyone thinks are awesome, but reality is, you know, no one really knows.
0: No one really knows. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: if you want to play it really, really safe, you just kind of follow where like In-N-Out and Burger goes.
0: Yeah. They do all their research. For movie theaters. Yeah. But you good, know, no one knows. To be next to, they do tons of research.
2: I also had the false uh, idea that the lifting, the rising tide, would lift all the boats. Kind of go in this kind of ghetto shopping center, and it's like, yeah, people will. <laughs> you know, I'm going to bring all these people in here, and people will just kind of like it's like on cars, you know? Right. and they Start fixing crap up at the end of the movie, and it wasn't like that one bit. No.
0: So, yeah. After I,
2: my five years, I was out. I think I know what location
0: you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, American, American Fork. It was
2: great. It was great, but, you know, the burglaries and fires and vandalism and, you know.
0: What is it about one side of the street, too? Yeah. You know, it's like you've got all this stuff right across Needles the street
2: Needles in the there. back alley, dudes, you know, sleeping back <laughs> have, there and here. taking the garbage out, and there's some
0: crackhead. We have some awesome meth-smoking places behind yeah. bam-bams people yeah. take advantage sad. of. sad. You can edit that out if you want. <laughs> it's sad. But. It's true <coughs> But if you don't take risks
2: You know You know What are you gonna No risk no reward Yeah
0: Especially in the restaurant game But see I'm all gun shy now Cause You know we had Spanish Fork For two years And I thought it'd be great But It just never really took off But now When people ask me Where I'm gonna expand next I'm just like Nowhere
2: What do you think Let's just take a second And talk about that If you don't mind
0: What about, This is our podcast Okay
2: About Spanish Fork Oh what what was different about it than this No week?
0: lunch. That was really the big kicker. I think a lot of people work outside of Spanish Fork. Mm. And so we just, we had good dinners. We had good weekends. We did have four break-ins in the first year. You did. Spanish Fork is kind of crazy. It's kind of like our West Valley here. I, I don't
2: spend much time down there because I can never find my, I can never find directions.
0: Yeah. It's kind of laid out strange, but yeah. it's, so yeah, I mean, it was twice the rent is here, but I, you know, we had a lot of momentum here. And there was good, pl- you know, a lot of traffic. Why Man did Street. you open it? Mostly just because it was turnkey. It was easy. It was already mm-hmm. a barbecue joint that had gone out of business, which probably should have been my red flag moment mm-hmm. right there. But
2: is Isn't it amazing when you look back at stuff, it's like, oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, the equipment was there. Mm-hmm. All the furniture was there. I mm-hmm. basically just had to go in and put our own little spin on the place, you know, paint it, just mm-hmm. do a couple things. And so, you yeah, know, we signed a short lease, but... I don't know it just it spread us a little thin and barbecue's a little different you know it takes a lot of time and it's hard to teach people how to do it mm-hmm. so yeah didn't work but you live and you learn
2: does that define you
0: no, no not a chance
2: correct answer
0: no and i have no problem talking about it it's like hey are you bummed about spanish fork i'm like no i got a raise the second that i closed it was great yeah. i mean it happens if you don't fail you don't learn anything yeah
1: well, i mean as a business owner entrepreneur you it's it's the wave you ride right and if you don't learn from stuff like that then you know you you can count on a failure but if you learn from it it's something that helped you and right you move on you get better
0: yeah I totally agree
1: but I'm curious what would you consider to be like your biggest risk you've taken I mean some people would probably say opening my guess is that's not what you're gonna say the biggest risk um
2: going out into new markets
0: i was gonna say it's gotta be downtown right downtown like not only was it downtown and kind of out of your comfort comfort zone in utah county but i mean it's a big beautiful
2: yeah we i got this uh i was delivering dogs one day to the uh adobe building and i just walked in and i was like wow this place is beautiful just figured out who designed it and i ran with that it's a company in san francisco i ran with that but at the same time it was uh it was it was quite a bit i mean it's a beautiful space it's a historic building um, the price was way out of my comfort zone okay um, but i wanted to make a statement um yeah it's kind of weird to talk about this i like it yeah i wanted i, to, I, I can wanted to see the I wheels wanted, turning right now i down. wanted to make a statement but at the same time i was like well what's wrong with the stuff, because the stuff that we had done in Utah County, we'd just done ourselves. Okay, and uh, you know, part of me said, "Hey, let's let's hire some design, not class it up, but just kind of like refine it a little bit." And uh, yeah, and it turned out beautiful. But at the end of the day, people are just there for the
1: dogs, you know, like no one walks into Bam Bam's to see the chalk drawings the pictures. on the wall. So I have to ask, what made you feel? Like you wanted like you had to class it up. You know what I mean? Like you'd had so much success under the model. What made you want to do it? Was it I mean, was there a piece of like, hey, I want to prove to everyone that I've kind of become yeah. successful?
2: Yeah, that's a part of it.
1: Okay. Um
2: I was a little out of my element with this with the size of the place too. But uh, yeah, I mean, we could easily have gone gone in there and done kind of the stripped down version of what we'd done in Utah County, but I felt like I wanted to try something a little different, but then it, uh, I wouldn't say it got away from me, but then it just kind of, While every, I don't think anyone would go in there and go, wow, this is fancy. It's Mm -hmm. just a departure from what we were doing before, but it's a nice departure. Yeah. Um, every store build out like that. Absolutely not. But how long, how long has it been since you've done that? That store three years, two, three years. Okay. And then we did a stripped-down version. So if that if that store downtown is like business casual, the one we did in Midvale is like jeans, t-shirt, and a nice watch. You know, <laughs> it's like a Bruce Springsteen album cover. You know, just kind of just that's a good description. Just kind of everyday working man, but with nicer finishes. Okay, and so,
1: uh, it's beautiful. So do you feel like that's the new model for you, or do you two? <clears throat> are you trying to decide based off location how you want to finish it you know with everything
2: everything that i do i'm always like trying to get back to the shack you know just the simplicity okay of everything so like right now i view my role as you know instead of chief executive officer i'm like the chief editing officer trying to strip down all that crap that we don't need right. and it's really it's really hard to kind of i mean excuse me it's really easy to kind of it just snowballs into, you know, we have we have this and we have this and we do things this way and this way and this way and you, all of a sudden you walk in the restaurant and you go, man, what is all this stuff for? And you have storage units full of crap that you never need. Oh my gosh! And when in you know oh in the beginning crazy. it was a ten by ten shack with a grill, a register, and you know a prep top with condiments, and that was it. And it was way more. <laughs> really, really. Come on, now. Come on, silence that thing. I was about ready to bare my soul, man. Who <laughs> that that, is like who's Toby?
0: I don't know. That is the biggest rookie move ever. It's and okay. I threw it on the table. This is on the episode three. Get rid of it here. I'll put it on the couch hey, look, over here. Look, it's off. It's off. Look, I don't need parents here. <laughs> I'm a man. You're know. more than a man. I am more than a man. It's a pirate a a an angel had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so strip down. You right want to get down? <laughs> On the video. Yeah. Well, duh. Well, here we go. There. So you want, to... yeah, the chief like, editing officer? That's where yeah, we were before. It's just,
2: my, uh, you know, and those aren't my own words. That's uh, that's a uh, masters of scale podcast with Reed Hoffman. He talked about editing, chief editing officer. But yeah, it's just it's kind of like what is important, what is not, and uh, it's actually very very difficult to keep a menu with two items and four or five condiment choices and not go, what about this? What about this? What about this? While it could be profitable, I just, there's something about me that just wants to just kind of stay the course, the stuff that it's.
1: Have you ever introduced something just to test it? I haven't. That's awesome. It is, but you know, in a way it might be a little crazy to not,
2: not. but I think it's uh, working out pretty good. So it is. It's been great. Oh,
0: but good grilled onions and chili works so much better.
2: Yeah. I mean, why not, why not try something? Right. You know, we had talked about, I, I bug him swapping, about swapping restaurants for a week Yeah, I or bug a him day. about
0: grilled onions all the time. Chili, I mean, whatever. That, I mean, He's
2: going to come into my place and do chili and grilled onions, and I'm going to come in his place and do sous vide brisket.
0: Oh, my gosh. Here we go. <laughs> the French barbecue cook. Hey, man. Oh, man. You know, it's funny to hear you talk about the menu because I feel like you've always been, hopefully this doesn't offend you, but slightly self-conscious about mm-hmm. just being a hot dog place. Like, sometimes I feel like yeah, it's maybe you don't realize how special, like, you're just like, it's just a hot dog place, whatever. <laughs> like, I can't go to this event. It's just hot dogs. I, I don't what know do you how mean to by it? It. Just, Yeah, what do you mean? I don't know. I just sometimes feel like you're... self-conscious about having such a simple concept and menu that it's just hot dogs it's nothing special i mean i know you think it's special but
2: yeah i know i i I do get the specialness of it but you know there is that sometimes that self-consciousness of like is this all you do right what else do you do right and uh you know especially in the beginning days is like you have all these like fantasies of like graduating college and getting some real sexy job and the suit and the car and the big house and Ugh. I got all that now, but just I just wear the suit with once a dogs. week. With hot dogs. With hot dogs.
0: See, that's what that that's my point right there is Yeah. So you gotta be comfortable I, in you your own casing. Ex- it, ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. You gotta be comfortable yeah. in your own casing. That's a hot dog reference. Yeah. 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 Sausage hot dogs yeah. wrapped in casing.
2: But it does get a little tiring sometimes when all your identity feels like something it's wrapped up with hot dogs, right? It's like you get that too. Of but at like, least you have some hey, Bam, identity. Bam. Hey, how's, you know, can I get some free or how's the, True. you know, that's all they ever want to talk about.
0: Yeah, and, I definitely get that.
2: And so you get a little kind of self-conscious about sometimes you just want to go, just hide, you right.
0: know, but... That's why I stay away from the brisket section at Costco. <laughs> I always have to give a lesson.
2: Do you ever get that? Do you, All ever, the time. Do you ever get that? Hey, uh, so you eat other stuff besides hot dogs? <laughs> it's like at the grocery store, and you've got stuff. And you're like,
0: Oh, you're uh, branching out, huh? Like, is, like that, yeah. is that lettuce? Uh, yeah. What are you getting that for? I thought you just ate hot dogs. Are those yeah. onions? Yeah, <laughs> grilled onions. But yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to get out
2: of Costco and Sam's Club without some sort of. If I've got like a case of right, whatever, like buying something for the store going. Wow, <laughs> that's a lot of mustard. <laughs> and I'm always but, like,
0: yeah, Oktoberfest is around the corner. You know, you, you got to stock up. You should just start buying beer just to, like, throw a little wrench in people's. Oh, my gosh. I saw Jason. He had beer. But then you say you're boiling hot dogs. I keep
2: it at my house just in case you pop right. by. Oh, well, I appreciate If you that. ever
0: come by for dinner. The Heineken Zero that just came out? Yeah. Near beer? No, it's beer. That, that. I do get that a lot. And I think that is one bad thing about you and I being the size that we are. We are easily noticed. Yeah, it's hard to hide. It is hard. Like, I stopped wearing my shirt, like Bam Bam shirts, out mm-hmm. um, in public, just because it's like, it's not like people really know who I am, but if they, if I have the shirt on, then they're like, oh, yeah, that's the Bam Bams guy. Mm-hmm. It sounds kind I went
2: through, like, four or five years when I never wore J-Doc stuff.
0: Right. Yeah, I and mean, I'm just
2: kind of like getting back into it because I'm like, you know what? Whatever, just gotta but own it. Every right. conversation now is, but it's great though because honestly, when people talk, they're telling me their story. Exactly. And like, how? Who else would you do that with? Right. Oh, I went into I went into CarMax and I had you know like if you found out that you're a car salesman, I yeah. would never like. Right. But for some reason, they have to tell me, they they want to tell me about their first experience or. That they have a bottle of sauce in their fridge or they did some, you know, some sort of family event and somebody had to have it. And somebody was like, just recently is like, yeah, grandma died. We were going back to the funeral. And, you know, we no. had we had your sauce and grandma in the carry on. <laughs> oh, no. And then I'm like, and then I'm just like waiting for this waiting for the rest of the story. Like,
1: and that was it. grandma
2: came undone and the sauce came undone. And there was like a mixy mixy. But it was like, you know, TSA didn't say anything about the urn, but they wanted to know with sauce. sauce yeah
0: oh my gosh that's really funny
2: yeah a do of you have a favorite customer story i mean Ooh, i can't i can't think of you know one but we've we've
1: like does any, it does it happen <sighs> a lot i mean that's a, a lot i mean i'm not in that world a lot and so is that common that daily really mm-hmm. yeah. It's
2: pre- it's pretty great and um, it is great. and that it's That would ours, be, a lot, that'd think, be a
1: lot of fun to hear that.
2: It, you, but you
0: always have to be on and cordial
2: okay. all that's the time. The, that's yeah. So that's the I hard that. part. I get like that. that.
0: And that's what you have to remember is it's cool to have an identity. Like if we just had normal jobs, like a job that you'd say, you know, the sexy job out of college or whatever, for those of you that went to college. <clears throat> um, you know, it is kind of cool to, to have people know. You know, you've created something that people love and care about. It's a brand that people and that you can't ref- you can't forget that. Like somebody coming up and asking me how to do a brisket in Costco, I should be like, "Hey, I mean, how cool is that? Like, they love the product I make, mm-hmm. and they just want a little help with it. Like, it's just salt and pepper and heat, right? Salt and pepper and heat. Yeah, yep. a little well, and people there, are
1: maybe. fanatical. There's not much to it, right? People are fanatical and obsessed. I mean, you hear different brands, Bam Bams, and you know, J Dogs, and
0: When they like it, they love it. Right. There's usually not people who are kind of like in the middle. (laughs) Even people that love it, though. One thing that I struggle with, I don't know if I'm sure you do because of like the menu. I mean, I would consider my menu simple. Yours is very simple, right? in and outs is simple. Mm -hmm. But where we're smaller, like you have seven stores, right? But you're still, you know, say regional. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you're more accessible. So it's easier for somebody to just come up. And people don't realize how annoying this can be. Like, hey, that's why. Like, I feel like we're close enough where I can bring up the grilled onions thing. Sure. But I would never go, like, would you ever go to your grandma and say, oh, man, your potato salad's good. But there's this recipe that I found. Yeah. But if you just did it like that, like my grandma would kick me in the balls. (laughs) Like, she would be so mad at me. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the hardest thing for me. (laughs) <laughs> is when somebody tells me, like, yeah, I like your mac and cheese, but, man, you should bake it.
2: Oh, I hate baked mac and cheese. Well, so do
0: I. But, I mean, it's just. Does it happen a lot? A lot. All the time. All of really? the time. Yep. It's so funny that people no, think, there's like. There's no
2: filter. No. And that's even face-to-face. The stuff online gets Oh, yeah. Gets Twitter, nasty.
0: Twitter, anything online. I can't even imagine online. But I'm surprised that people there. dare do it I don't, even, I don't even read it. I don't read any reviews. Never. Really? Ever. Yeah. I'm did you when you started? Uh, yeah, yep. and I stopped because of how mad I'd get.
2: Yeah, it it, it just
0: it even four star reviews would make me mad. Like they said, like, yeah, really good, but kind of expensive. And I'm just like, oh! like i have 15 hours cooking that brisket. Like yeah. you got to be kidding me. How do you run out? I can't believe you'd run out of food. They're, like they're always wanna like make these money? kind of
2: One off, right? These outliers mm-hmm. comments. If you start seeing a pattern, you know that's one thing. But yeah. Basically the philosophy I have now is like the Brene Brown philosophy is like if you're not in the arena getting your ass kicked too, I don't care about yep. yeah, I love what you quote. have to say. She's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that quote.
2: So that's kind of my philosophy now and that's why I've kind of gravitated towards you know, we talk and there's a couple other restaurant guys that I talk to, but uh-huh. really excuse me?
1: One other.
0: I thought it was just I thought we had a thing.
1: We do have a thing. <laughs> so would you say that you have someone like obviously you've cam to come to do you have like that that group that when you do need help or when you're gonna you know have a new idea that you're gonna go bounce it off of them
2: i bounce it off my guys i've got a great group of guys that i work with um but then there's a few others that have kind of mentored me and occasionally i'll talk to them but usually it's like either my guys or or cam or you know my wife okay just kind of bounce stuff
0: you are surrounded by some awesome people, Super but I think awesome that says people. a lot I about. Awesome I think that says a lot about you too, and I, I think that that's a pattern you see with a lot of successful business people, is they've oh, hired, sure. hired up, married up. Yep. Hey, I'm here. Back. I'm right here. I'm sorry.
2: Stop staring <laughs> at my. <laughs> the green start. masters, no man. It's yeah, like, he's great, isn't he? I was thinking about my golf. Lesson just worried about him looking at you.
0: But married, married up. For sure, she's awesome, and Justin, incredible. My boy Tom, incredible. Like just you have great, great managers. We can keep going. We can keep going, thick and thin. So I got to
1: ask, because you have Annie, you have a handful of others. Um, Yeah,
0: just I mean, everybody. When you see Annie, just say thank you for working here. Because the second she quits, bam, bam, is over. You're done. I am shutting the doors. How do you do it? And Bryce, Bryce is the same thing. Yeah, Annie and Bryce. Cook.
1: I mean, did you? I'm not gonna say get lucky but have you had them always or did you learn what you were looking for uh, there is
2: some luck involved but I, I think there's some providence involved too and uh, you know all my guys that work for me some of them like have been working for me since college and then they, they've just kind of stayed and uh, more and more responsibility um, some you know my longest tenured employee, Justin, I've always said, dude, you ought to come work for me. And then he actually lost his job. And then it was like, and the then he, he showed up at the shack. and I'm like, let's go put on an apron. Let's do this, you know? Um, So, yeah, I mean, I've just been very fortunate to always have great people. Yeah. And
0: uh, what's the what would you say is the number one thing you can do to retain them or that you do to retain them? Oh, that might be a little. uh um,
1: like if, if you were to ask them, why are they still there? Well, that's a good question. They'll
0: probably why don't tell we you, s- Justin. Let's this- bring him in. <laughs> <kidding>. There's
2: probably <laughs> he'll probably tell you different things than what I would say. Um, there's not a lot of looking over their shoulder. There's some autonomy. Um, you use a
0: lot of big words.
2: You're really smart. I'm not. <laughs> um, but. I th- I think just creating an environment that people like to be in. Okay, um, the job is is uh, it's exciting. You're not, you know. He tells me if I had to be in a cubicle all day, I'd just go crazy. You know. So there's that.
0: He's a high energy dude. Super high energy. It's perfect um, for he, him.
2: There's a lot of mental work. There's a lot of physical work. Um, but again, like we said initially, it's that. It's a high to, to feed to, to feed somebody to take care of somebody um, and then seeing that instant feedback on their face when they bite into a dog and they're paying you cash to do it. Right. And then they come. It's just, it's pretty special. And I don't know anything else. So, uh, and I'm not speaking down on any other professions. It's just something that the people that stay in the business are usually like people, people. They're like party throwers, not party goers. Right. And uh, what a great line. Yeah. That's when when we're trying to hide people. Uh, hire people. It's like we look for party throwers, not party goers. Huh. Just people that like to. That's entertain. my mentor right
0: there. I'm gonna steal That's that a J original. You, look, give. Look, do you want another J original that I use in here all the time? Sure. I just used it with uh James Empey the other day, the O lineman from BYU. He mm-hmm. works here now in the off season, and mm-hmm. you're like mini Qualtrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me yeah. all your retired That's athletes. Right. <laughs> he's to not retired. Free. Hey, he's only a sophomore. We got him for a while, <laughs> but his uh, his wife works here too, and. I walked out the other day, and this is what I love about athletes, is they're used to being coached. They're used to being, you know, we'll call it disciplined, right? They want to be told what to do. Right. And so I walk out, and he's kind of leaning on the counter. and I said, hey, man, if you got time to lean, there's time to clean. <laughs> and he popped right up. He's like, oh, man, you're right. I, I'm sorry. What? Yep, I'll find something to clean right away. And I'm like, oh, I love athletes. Like, they just – there's no, like, excuse me, or no attitude. It's just, boom. Responsive. Yeah, you know, he's raised right, too. Good parents. Yeah. But, but yeah, Jay's got a lot of those. So, all right. So, I want to shift gears for a second. Okay. Because I think it's kind of like what we've been talking about just in the last few minutes, how the restaurant kind of defines you, right? It, it can. But I... I've been learning a lot about you outside of the restaurant, and I think it's mm-hmm. kind of cool for people to know some of the stuff that you do because you're a talented dude. You love cooking at home. I do love to you cook. You do love to barbecue. I love
2: to bar. I love to grill. Right. I love to barbecue. Now, something like that you smoke. invited
0: me to the other day was kind of surprising to me because you're about to turn... 40. 40 years old. Yeah. I just experienced that in March. feel young as ever. I'm sorry I missed your party. Yeah, it's okay. I was in
2: Mexico yeah. and... The I called party. you from Mexico. The dog I party. Texted you. You, you did.
0: It I really sweet. wanted
1: to bring my dog to your party.
0: Yeah. Little, the little background on the story. My wife threw, my, my, she threw a surprise 40th birthday party.
1: Cam likes dogs more than people.
0: I do love dogs. I have two, like 200 pound dogs. I have a Newfoundland named Zeus and a uh, Bernese mountain dog named Frank. Well, I show up and there's like 40 of my favorite people in, in the house. I had no idea, but she told everybody to bring their dogs. So there was probably 25 dogs in the backyard. So I just was like quick handshakes. Like, oh, thanks for coming. Then I was out in the <laughs> pile of dogs. It was awesome. It was great. So, but back to you. So you're about to turn 40. And what what's going on in your 40th? I'm going to. You uh, told me about. Yeah, I'm going to. Are we okay
2: a, to talk about this? Yeah, I'm going to have a piano recital. I mean, come on. You're going to huh?
1: have a piano recital? Yeah. See, look at that look from both recital. Brent so and I took, Andrew. I took piano lessons great. all growing
2: up, but kay. then decided and you know, high school wasn't cool. Right. Mm-hmm. But it actually is cool. It's very cool. Yeah. But I decided, you know, it's not cool. And my piano teacher moved away and I tried somebody else for a while and I didn't love her. So I stopped and then just kind of stayed at the same level until, you know, I'm 39. And then I just said, I'm going to get myself out of my comfort zone. And so a really good friend of mine is the director of the piano and keyboard at uh, uh, BYU. He studied at juilliard and whoa. NYU, yeah, he's the man whoa he's played at carnegie hall he's insane you didn't just find like a neighbor that does this no. thing part-time so i go up to campus once a week and it you know so you're on a steinway it, dude it beats you're, me you're up. like playing on the top-notch yeah equipment. it's a
0: steinway b see it's, it's pretty, pretty cool that i know that right yeah steinway
2: steinway's cool it's i a learned good that piano. On green book it's a it's a pretty good piano yeah it is. It's and, the uh, best piano. No, it's not. It's not Yamaha.
0: No. Nope. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <I don't
2: know. laughs> no. Fazioli. Oh, really? It's an Italian made piano. <coughs> would BYU your, would BYU your has say that? two. Yeah. They Whoa. went over to Italy and brought home an 11 footer. They're going to they're going to run you about, right there. It's going to set you back about 250.
0: Fazioli. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. You got to say it right. Fazioli. Yeah. 250? 250 as in K like 1000? Yeah. Uh-huh. I For just, a piano, oh yeah, I'd rather have a house. But well, whatever, it's pretty. If incredible. I learned at Juilliard, and I was that good. It's like me with smokers, right? Yeah, there's some smokers that are 25 G's. Stump smoker? No, not a stump smoker. <laughs> <laughs> Although those are good. Those are cool. But yeah, like a handmade Austin Smoke Works. Like so. Anyway, I'm swimming in the deep end right now, and you uh, are.
2: Yeah, every, you know. When the piano lesson rolls around, I get a little pit in my stomach, and uh, it's intimidating. And uh, but it's it's good. So I'll be, we can have a, a recital at the end of the year. We're gonna be there. You're coming.
0: So the nitty gritty's gonna be there. We're bringing yeah. microphones.
2: Yes. Chopin Nocturne number two. and We're gonna Whoa. play a little
0: Gershwin piece. See, it's gonna be good. Uh, how many people out there know this? But I bet nobody does. Did I play piano? That that you're playing Chopin in a recital on your 40th birthday, like you, you're this musical.
2: Well, I mean, I'm I'm barely through, like, the first, like, 12 bars right now. It's, like, it's difficult. Listen, but it'll
0: I don't even know what a bar is. Yeah, you do. A chocolate bar, I know what it yeah. is. Yeah. You gotta be nice to yourself, man. I, I am nice to myself. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Self-love. Listen, this body sells barbecue, bro. It's good advertising. If I look like him. He looks like somebody that manages your Like, I'd want Andrew to, like, and I'm still waiting to be a client. <laughs> To, to manage my you know estate he's a brilliant guy i gotta stop talking about it. i said that like three times in the last podcast I got brought up
1: a handful of times
0: but you know what big deal i'm a i'm an open book but so anyway piano right. recital you're it's coming cool. so you're a musical guy Can i you sing i do sing it doesn't surprise me and then i the won Telecaster a thing. Uh,
2: karaoke contest on the princess cruise
0: line shut your mouth <laughs> i did oh my gosh this yeah. is
2: awesome there's a bottle
0: of champagne what <laughs> I, gave it, to the, it I gave it to the guy, the runner-up, because he was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about the guitar? You you pawned the well, Telecaster. Everybody,
2: everybody kind of plays the guitar, right? But I wouldn't call myself uh, a guitar player. Guitar hero. I, I know a few I'm songs, but that's that. about it. But piano's my jam.
0: That's really interesting.
1: Yeah. So okay, is that so kind of your thing right now? You're trying to... It, yeah. Um, uh, so
2: also, the last year, I started seeing a life coach slash therapist. Okay. Just kind of work out some of the knots that you... Uh, that you got up in your brain after 40 years. That's been great
1: for me. Um, it really that, is great. When people will get over the fact that you're, you know, you're going to open up and talk to somebody else, but yeah, it really does do. Well, and it's so
0: important to share that you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I tell people all the time, it's like everybody should go to marriage counseling. Yeah. Life coach, count like therapy, doesn't matter. Like those people can save your life. It's like we change oil in cars. Like, why wouldn't we go to see somebody a few times a year to just make sure that we're? I have to on ask track. though, was there something that motivated you to do that, or is
1: it more kind of the desire to kind of better yourself?
2: No, it was uh, it was more just kind of talking talking to a friend, and he suggested he's like you ought to go see Christy, and uh, so I called her up again. It's like completely vulnerable, talking about stuff, and it's still hard to kind of like open up. She's always like, feeling is healing. Like, well, I don't want to heal because I don't want to feel right now, you know, and that's half the, half the problem, I guess. But, uh, it's been good for me because a lot of times too, you know, Cameron will account to this is like, when you're, when you're the top dog, you're not really accountable to anybody but yourself. And it's, it's just
1: good to have someone hold you accountable to things. An accountability partner. Look at all the top athletes, any top performer anywhere. Accountability
2: is good. Yeah. Therapy
0: is is great you mm-hmm. ever go to marriage counseling I haven't no I should have you guys should try it it's fun i
2: was too I was too proud uh last time when she suggested it years ago when we were who suggested it my wife Heidi really yeah
0: I was too proud yeah that's I think that's a pretty common thing around here you know people are really really hesitant to just like, why well, I don't need therapy things are great. Well, it's cuz you're like, almost admitting a failure. Right. Like, well, we're all failures. Yeah. I mean, who does anything perfect? Right. And it's good to have neutral Yeah, it's good to have Brent raises his hand. It's good to have neutral ground. Just I mean, yes, generally the man is wrong. I've learned that. Mm-hmm. And we also load the
2: dishwasher wrong. We fold towels yeah. wrong. Okay. And then I evidently, load the dishwasher right though. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. That's, you're an anomaly. Yes. And then right. you're not supposed to uh, but I do fold the towels. Cut wrong. paper with sewing scissors. There's oh, that is scissors. such a mom thing. Didn't my your mom ever give you the, the scissors time. talk, Jay?
0: I'm like, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> See, that's honey, what I say. When's you? the last time you sewed anything? <laughs> she I sews a lot I have holes man. in my shorts, two pairs of shorts still. My wife hasn't said anything about a dishwasher because if I do it, she's it's a big deal. She's happy with
2: there's it. There's a certain way. There's a living stone way, and then there's the wrong way. What's the living stone way? That's hiding in all of her. (laughs) Is that her
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's a living stone way and there's the wrong way. Oh, That's what Jenna says about me. fine. I get mad at Jenna when she loads the dishwasher because she doesn't do it right. Yeah. She doesn't get enough dishes in.
0: Really? No. I mean, it's pretty common sense, right? You can't put too much in the bottom because it won't go to the top. My dishwasher just broke this week. Everything breaks at my house. Mm. I'm so sick of it. Okay. Enough about that. What else do we need to know about you? What what else are you curious about right now? I know you cook a lot. I do cook a lot. I do like. I get pictures from you all the time of stuff that you're cooking. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of cool. I I think that there's a lot of people that they don't stay passionate about. I heard a great quote the other day from Laird Hamilton. You know? Do you guys know who that is? Mm-mm. Very famous big wave surfer, married mm. to Gabby Reese, the famous volleyball player. Sure. Um. He goes. The second your memories basically i'm paraphrasing the second your memories are bigger than your dreams hmm. you might as well just off yourself <laughs> you know and i was just like that was really interesting just because he's like 58 mm-hmm. getting older and he's done i mean he he invented hydro fo- like foil boards he invented tow and surfing hmm. i mean this guy has lived an incredible life but he's still creating he's still finding things that he's passionate about even at that age and, yeah um I think that that's really important to, I think with jobs, especially when you own your own business, it's so easy to just get stuck in that rut pattern, doing the same thing every day and not searching for something to take you out of your comfort zone, to keep you excited about things. Like I think back of when I started cooking barbecue the screw up days and the food was horrible. I was in the backyard, but just had like loud music on. I wasn't feeding anybody. It was, but it was so much fun mm-hmm. and you can kind of lose some of that joy, but there's ways to find that joy in other things, yeah. but you have to keep looking. So like when you told me about the piano thing, yeah, I immediately just thought that is amazing. Right, like, I'm not doing anything like that right now. Well, it's okay. And I've got to find something. Cause I mean, that's really something to look forward to. And it's a, it's a healthy thing.
2: It's a healthy escape. It's good for the brain
0: and it's it's a lot of fun right so what else what what's in the pipeline is there anything else like that on the hobby side that you do a lot with your family i do a lot. you love with sports i do love a massive sports. cubs fan
2: because my son is a massive cubs fan so that's our kind of bonding thing right and pokemon go poke really oh absolutely right here i can hit your poke yeah stop i've got i've got to stop that's right i know I
0: put that on Instagram once. And the, I
2: had all these creepy people in the and backyard. The surface, like the surplus place. That's right. Yeah. So I could just spin those wheels, man. Oh, that was yeah.
0: so weird. I'd had these like random people walking yeah. in the back of the restaurant. I'm like, can I help you? Oh, uh sorry. there's a Pokemon here. And <laughs> I'm like, get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little
2: crazy, but uh no, basically just uh my family and J Dogs and
0: Big family guy. You're with your family a lot. I am with my family. I like a lot. You've got a great family. I do. Your wife's pretty cool. She's amazing. Yeah, she's. You married the perfect person because I feel like she can. But you, you know, because you you're an intelligent guy. You've got your. Uh, you've got your. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You're very. You're sure of yourself. Like it ebbs you, and flows. Yeah, you think you're. You know, not. You think you're a pretty intelligent person. I read a so lot. I, you do read a lot. But I can tell. I didn't do well. I didn't. Hot, well. I, did, I didn't do well
2: in school. See, I didn't. Either. And I did terribly on the ACT. I didn't even and take that. I don't even know how I got into BYU. Yeah, you wouldn't, Honestly, you wouldn't know. Oh, heck no. <laughs> yeah. You know, you look at you look back and go I never I never could have dreamed that this was even possible.
0: Right? That Oh, dude, that picture of you sitting in front of the shack with Yeah. Your wife with your hat backwards, you look like you're 12. <laughs> yeah. and I was know, 24,
2: 25. That's just crazy. To think where you're at now. I never could have dreamed. And uh you know, the biggest, the biggest key of everything is just being gr- grateful for stuff because there's always something bigger and better, you know, but just being grateful. It's pretty, it's an incredible life. It is important to stay hungry and to stay scrappy. But for me, it's about improve. Like, how can I improve what we have? Right. Because I don't think about, I want more. Like, I honestly never think about, you know, the financial side or any type of like, fame or anything or glory from having more but it's just how can i improve and how can i stay relevant
0: right relevant to who
2: though just relevant in general like you know you know because if you as you're growing you're always kind of like replacing yourself you're bringing people on or offloading your responsibilities to somebody else and then you just kind of well, what am i going to do now and uh that's a, a crappy feeling but you, know, you just kind of go through those iterations every now and then of what am I gonna do, right and uh, yeah, so it's fun. It's always a challenge, and I'm enjoying it fifteen I, years in. That's good, you yeah, need to
0: enjoy it, yeah, this has been you awesome. Know, this has been awesome. This's been great, like we could keep going for a while. I have a feeling we should do an argument one where we fight about <laughs> politics and stuff and teams. After the podcast, uh, yeah, and after the podcast, the beef bros, yeah. beef it out, <laughs> street on the meat, beef it and out, meat on the street. What did you say earlier? Street meat, street meat. Yeah, street meat. yeah. I might have to make a sandwich called the street meat. Yeah, Let's
2: don't do
0: that. Why Let's don't, don't you? Why don't you, do you guys us? collaborate? Put a
1: dog with some brisket.
0: We've talked about it.
1: We could probably cook something up.
0: Well, dude, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, This was really fun. Thank you. We'll have to do it again sometime. You should come on as a little team host with us. Okay. We love you, and we love your, your hot dogs. Thank you.